All right, welcome to the Ignited Podcast, where we come to equip, empower, and send the youth of this generation. Today, I have with me Samuel, and um, he's going to share a little bit of who he is, what he does, before we get started. Um, hi, my name is Samuel Spade. I'm a graduate of Riverdale High School, planning to go to Marion, in the, Marion Tech in the fall, um, and I'm here today to talk. Awesome. So we are going to be talking about um, the society that we live in, um, specifically what it's like being in high school. Samuel just recently graduated high school, and so he wanted to share on some things um, that's going on in the schools right now with with faith and the LGBTQ um, community and all those sorts of things. Um, So he's just going to give us a little um, backdrop of, of what happened in his high school and how he thinks um, things can change for the better with the right um, leadership. Okay, so first of all, my high school is a, kind of a very country kid, kind of rural area background. Even though it's a K-12 through building, it's still pretty in a rural area. Not like we get all sorts of kids, country kids, you name it. So... At Riverdale, um, majority of the kids, I mean, are what I can tell from a Christian faith, but not all of them. Like, mm-hmm. they have Christian morals, I'll say, but they don't act Christian all the time. Like, don't live it, the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, oh, I don't know. Start. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Well, pretty much that's because we got a lot of country kids, you know. And if you are, let's say, LGBT or, I don't want to really use this term, but I will anyway, an emo kid, let's say that, for starters. Um, Generally, that isn't quite looked at as, I would say, like you were kind of looked down on if you're one of those kids. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the kids are country, you know. they're. <laughs> Rough as they can be with what I've had to deal with as well. Um, and I don't understand why exactly that, you know, they, like, granted being LGBTQ, especially in a country school, like, you're going to, like, no offense, this is kind of stereotypical, but you're going to get made fun of. <clears throat> That's the bottom line of it, because, like, you, if you are that, you draw attention to yourself. Now, that intention isn't always good because right. you get made fun of a lot. It There's a bunch of drama behind it as well. A um, bunch of drama that happens outside schools as well. So, um, Now, we do have programs at Riverdale. Like, we have, like, an after-school, I would say, like, kids something with the Bible, I don't know exactly what they do anymore. Okay. Um, I think it's like a little kids worship service or something, or they learn about the Bible. I don't know. And then for high school level, they have um, my shop teacher, who is at Riverdale, Mr. Brown. He 
orchestrates having Bible study in the mornings, like at Wednesday in the morning. So, um, now when I went to that, I was actually the only kid that was there. There was my teacher, Mr. Brown, and a assistant who used to be a teacher. His name is Mark Ruggles. We call him Mr. Ruggles. Okay. Um, and we would sit and like go over some scripture, watch a video of this guy explaining some scripture, as well as giving a daily message of the Lord. In. But I mean, I could tell a lot of the kids there like are kind of raised Christian morally, but like in high school, you oh, I don't know. I guess the general background of the kids at Riverdale, a lot of them are country. Their parents. It all just depends on how the parents raise the kid. I mean, for me, I was lucky to be raised how I was in a Christian family. Now, granted, it wasn't always perfect, but I still had the moral standards better than probably 90% of kids that went to my school. Mm -hmm. I mean, just there's a bunch of different characters that went to that school, and some of them, granted, are my friends, and, like, Religious-wise, some kids do believe in God in that school. They don't really, like, are Christian or in a religion mm -hmm. in some sense. And then some others have this idea that the world's fake. We're all living in a simulator or something like that. Matrix. <laughs> yeah, the Matrix. That's literally probably the best thing to describe that as. And to me, you know, raised Christian, I'm like, well, how do you not get this or this? Well, so... That kind of was answered for me a little bit. So one day, it was this year, I was sitting in study hall, sixth period, and there's this girl named Brooke Whitaker, and there was a bunch of like other freshmen, sophomores, you know, and Brooke is in my grade, and they were talking about religion now. I just happened to overhear this while I was reading my Bible. Uh, uh, conveniently, but I overheard them talk about, you know, you can believe in whatever you want in today's society. Like, you could be Christian, Catholic, Protestant, um, you could be Muslim, Jewish, mm -hmm. Hindu, you'd be a Satanist. And <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> or you can not believe in any religion, and yeah. to that, it was like, I, I just, from my point, I didn't understand it because, like, I was like, yes, you can, like, you can choose whatever, but at the same time, all, like, they're all, in some sense, linked, because every other religion, I mean, Judaism and Christianity kind of go hand in hand a little bit, mm -hmm. except one doesn't believe in the New Testament and that Jesus was our Lord and Savior, other one does. I mean, yeah. um... But a lot of the other religions, if you look at their texts, a lot of it is kind of plagiarized from the Bible itself. And I think it's funny because every high person that they worship in each religion is all dead, and none of them have ever risen, right. except Jesus Christ. Yep. But, you know, and I'm just curious, uh, there's just a lot that happens at school that is... Just so much for an average person. Like, if you're a Christian in a school, it can be overwhelming at times being in that setting with all these kids that, you know, 
aren't exactly Christian-like. Yep. So. That is true. I know when I was in school, um, man, I graduated like two years ago. Um, well, entering into my freshman year, I think that was 2017 when I was a freshman in high school. And um, my sister was a senior at that time, so we both went to school together. So it was nice having somebody that um, I could, you know, relate to, hang out with, or get advice from. Uh, but for me, it wasn't necessarily a scary time as it would be some other people. It was more of an exciting time. And I also wasn't necessarily uh, all in for Jesus 100%. I was still living a lukewarm life, but I still went to church. And I still believed in God, and I still stuck to my word around my friends. Like, my friends knew that I believed in God, and that I wouldn't do certain things that they did. But I also didn't have a high standard for myself as I was living a lukewarm lifestyle. And so there were things that went on in the school that raised some eyebrows for me, especially. And going on through my sophomore and junior year, and then eventually my senior year, more and more things started to come up as society started to change. And we all know about COVID. I was a, I think I was a junior um, mm-hmm. when COVID hit. And um, I remember that last day of school that we had before we, we went on lockdown, that they were like, all right, everybody, bring your laptops with you because <clears throat> you're not coming back. And everybody was confused because we didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. And I think during the time of COVID, a lot of things started to form. And not that they even started to form or uh, begin in that time period, but it started to come out and become more vocal and more known Mm -hmm. because it's easier to do that when you're shut down behind a screen than you can being face-to-face in public. And so with this whole uh, transgender ideology and... um, you know, gay alliance and all those things, it's it's become something that it's now normal in society. And it was never normal before. Yeah, like, in that sense, if you look at it like that from the standard Christian point of view, if you have to normalize something for it to be normal, then it should not be normalized in that right. sense. Because it's not physically or spiritually or anything natural. There was this club... Um, in my, I think I was like a sophomore or something. Um, but they started it and it was like a really like big thing in the school and it was called the gay Alliance club. And I remember just being very confused and I wondered why isn't there any Christian clubs, mm-hmm. but there's gay Alliance clubs and support clubs for those who are, you know, gay, bisexual, whatever. And the one thing that I ask now is why is there such a feud on genders when we clearly know that there's only two genders? Bisexuality wouldn't be a thing if there was more than two genders. Bi means two. And a woman changing into a guy and a guy changing into a woman would be more broad if there was more genders than just two. And so I just want I just want to know where did these people come up with getting all these other sorts of genders like asexual, pansexual and oh I have no idea. With that in my sense it's kind of an agenda like in today's modern world 
Um, I do believe that the devil is working very hard to persuade minds of young kids all around the nation about this new thing. And granted, it's been around for hundreds of years, right. but it's never been accepted by society till now. And that is because it's everything that happens behind the scenes, even at the highest forms of government mm-hmm. that society wants to push on everyone, your kids, your, your brothers, your sisters, your entire family. Right. And it's crazy to view it like that. Now, something I don't get and is some of the backstories of why people are gay or lesbian or transgender. For like, and some of them say, well, they were bullied as a kid. Well, granted, okay, you're bullied as a kid. I was too. Like, I was bullied so bad that I thought thoughts that I never thought I would. But what I did was I accepted myself for who I was and pulled myself out of my own grave. And I didn't actually view that as hard. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder, how is it that you're able to be? gay, lesbian, transgender, because you were bullied. I was, I was bullied, and I pulled my own self out of my own grave. I don't get it. Yeah, well, there's, there's things, too, where um, they'll use the excuse of, I was born this way, which, granted, we are all born into sin, and um, we're all born into different types of sin, so we're all, um, we're all, um, held held bondage to a sin that so easily easily entangles us. Um, but it all comes down to what we do with that. And I think obviously I'm not sure how it is for people who struggle with, um, you know, being transgender or gay or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But I can say that growing up, I did have those questions in my mind because I was always a tomboy growing up. Um, I had an older sister and a younger brother, but I would play more with my brother. I would play with his toys. I'd play with his wrestlers. I would dress like a boy, but I never wanted to be a boy. I just, that's just how I was. That was just my personality. Mm-hmm. Eventually I grew out of it and my parents didn't say, oh, maybe you're a boy. So you should, you should change everything and change your hair, cut your hair. No, but mm-hmm. they just knew that I was going through a phase mm-hmm. and I grew out of that. And so I think with these kids, they think that they have to be what they feel they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and society is telling them to do it. And their parents are being supportive of it instead of... Because I think in a way their parents have to be because of how society labels people nowadays. That's like, true. When I was growing up in school, I was taught not to really label people. Like, at my school, I more or less did and did not label people. Like, there was, granted, those popular kids and those not-so-popular kids... And then there was a group right in the middle. Well, I was part of the group right in the middle. But <laughs> I never really viewed popularity as a problem because I could talk to anybody, have a normal conversation after I accepted who I was. And I, like, I don't understand, like, how hard it is to accept yourself. Like, mm-hmm. it's you. And I, like, I literally told, tell myself and told myself that, you know what? I don't honestly care what people think of me as long as I'm able to act myself, who I am, because that's me. Mm-hmm. And if people can't accept that for I am, then so be it. I don't really care. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, that's one thing, too. I think the main issue that we're dealing with 
is identity. Mm-hmm. And identity can be a tricky thing if you don't understand it and if you don't know yourself. Because I know for me, I struggled with identity my whole life because people always told me I was this and that. I was I was severely verbally and physically abused as a kid that I was told who I was. And I believed it because that's how I was level told. So I never had the chance to, um, or I never had the the view of seeing myself the way that God actually sees me versus being told that this is who I am, so on and so forth by somebody else. And so getting older, it became harder for me to know who I am, know who I was, because I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. But that's when Jesus came in. And he changed everything for me. It doesn't mean that everything was perfect perfect, or that I understood or knew my identity within seconds of giving my life to Jesus because it's not true. It took me years. And I still sometimes I have to remind myself that this is who I am. It's not based on what somebody said about me before, but this is who I am because this is what the Lord says. Mm-hmm. And so with them, with today's society and, and not knowing your identity, it is a, that's a main issue um, that will cause you to either Go to the right and and choose the Lord and realize, hey, I don't have to identify with these things because that's not what the Bible says. Or you don't know your identity and you struggle with people telling you who you should be, who you are. You're going to lean to the left and do what society wants you to do. Mm -hmm.